Hey, what's going on, heroes? We are back with the first episode of 2022 of the Indestructible Podcast. It's kind of crazy to think that we've been doing this show now, going on about four years. And for all of you who've been listening from the beginning, or maybe if you came in halfway, or even if this is your first episode, I thank you for joining us today. We've got a fun interview to start off this year with. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of update on what's been going on with me. As you guys may have heard from my past episodes, I had been completing production on a feature film that I wrote, directed, and starred in called The Fall, which you can follow on Instagram at the underscore fall underscore movie, or just check out our website at www.supportthefall.com. And we did it. We completed production on it last year, and right now we're just pretty much going all full steam on post-production having a couple of my guys work on sound while I'm kind of like supervising the editing. And so it's, it's been a lot of work, you know, I I think that that's something that maybe we don't hear about a lot in, in filmmaking is just how much work goes into putting it together. You know, it's, it's, it's great. And it's of course an incredible gift to be able to, to make even a film, but what a lot of people may not know is is how much work goes into to editing, how much work goes into like sound. A, a thing that you don't even think of as sound is just so important to the film. So we're working on that currently. And now about this week's interview. I've interviewed the super cool, super chill Zuki. Zuki is an up and coming artist, entrepreneur, mom. She's got so many irons in the fire. I met Zuki just out and about in life, and we just struck up a conversation. We started chatting about, started chatting about art, started chatting about being fellow like independent artists, just trying to make our way out there. And just, I was just really struck by Zuki's just cool, laid back vibe, and the fact that she was just so passionate about her art. Just she moved out here to pursue her art, and so I thought this could be a great platform to go ahead and just share her story with all of y'all. And now. On to the show. Hello, my heroes, and welcome to this week's edition of the Indestructible Podcast, the podcast for the people, the podcast that can never die. I am your host, the Indestructible Danny Cano, and today I'm sitting here with artist, performer, entrepreneur, Zuki. What's going on, Zuki? <laughs> What's up? We got Zuki in the house, guys. Nothing but good vibes going here. And yeah. before before we get started, Zuki, I, l- l- let the audience know a little bit about you, your story, about who you are. So, you know, basically, you know, I go by Zuki. I'm from um, Wilmington, Delaware. And I just recently moved to California, pretty much just following my heart, really. You know, like, I've always done music my whole life. So it was just like, California has so many different opportunities for me. I have a lot of friends here, a lot of connections. So that's kind of where my journey is at right now, building my brand and expanding. Mm. And, and as a as a performer, was California always the end goal? Because I know it's it's either usually like California or New York is where people kind of feel like they want to make themselves. What about you? What, what did you feel? Not nah, for real. Like at first it was Atlanta. Like, mm. I had a lot of motion going on in Atlanta, so you couldn't tell me I wasn't about to move to Atlanta and get it <laughs> popping. Yeah. But then, um, you know, things had changed. 
and my friend, well, who I'm signed to, he's also just like a mentor friend of mine. Um, just a really good guy. His name is Sat. Um, and he lives out here. So it's like we were just doing a lot of like different things together, a lot of different business ventures, just a lot of different things. And it was only right if I came out here and I can get things done, you know, more effectively. So. Mm, absolutely. And, and and Zuki, what what first got you like drawn to music? When did you know that it was something that that you loved and it was something you want to pursue? For real, like my dad did music. Well, he still does music. And um, he just like always like put it on us or like it, he just always put it in front of us. So it was just like, all right. Like it was just always in me. I think like when I got into high school and I started getting into different things, I was in the choir. Like I did like, um, you know, different plays. I did all types of stuff in high school. People probably wouldn't even know about. I sung in the church choir. I was in, um, like, the state choir. Like, I was just in so many different choirs. <laughs> and um, I think, like, after that, I really, like, started to kind of take it, like, serious or whatever. Well, I thought I was. And then, honestly, I had got pregnant and had a baby, and I completely stopped doing music for years. Mm-hmm. And um, then once I kind of got settled in, I was like, all right, I kind of got mommy down pat. You know, I'm going to get back to, you know, doing me and what makes me happy eventually it led me to music again and um, that's when I really started taking it serious and I gave myself a year I was like I'm just going to you know because I dropped out of school and everything I was in college and I dropped out and I said I'm going to give myself a year and if don't nothing happen in a year then I'm just going to go back to school but I said this time that I do the year is going to be different I'm going to you know consciously really put in like all the effort do the research like really just be on top of everything and I did that and it took me six months and I signed a deal with Sat. And I think you sharing your story about how you kind of had to take some time off to to be a mother, to to kind of find yourself. I, I think that that's something that not a lot of people really understand about the music industry or just any like business venture in general, this all the work that goes into it, you know? I, I think a lot of times people only see like the Instagram post of of a person thriving, but they don't necessarily know all the work you put into it, you know? Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? And was there, would there be something that you would tell yourself back then that you know now? You know, just, um, just don't give up. Like, don't give up no matter what. Cause like growing up, I had a lot of different people feeding stuff into me and it wasn't like positive stuff. It was very negative stuff. So it was like, you know, in a way it kind of like, you know, weighed on me or kind of brainwashed me or kind of like took a toll on me growing up and stuff. And it's stuff that I'm still healing from, honestly. And it's just like, if I had a more, you know, positive outlook on things or, you know, maybe a different people feeding into me, I may not have, you know, um, just had those thoughts of wanting to give up or just like that I couldn't do something or just like, yeah, it's not worth it. So it's just like, I had to kind of, you know, retrain my mental to keep it pushing for real and go harder. And I think you touch on something right there, Zuki, that idea of like that mental strength that it takes, you know, it's, it's always fun to go out and perform, but it's hard to like make the phone calls to try to find a place to perform at. People don't really know the struggle that sometimes that could even be, you know, especially let's say being on like a, be like a, an indie performer like, you know what I mean? Like people think, oh, you just just show up, but they don't know all the work that you put into it, you know? Yeah, nah, real talk. Like, I mean, you know, now it's kind of like 
I have like a performance reel and I have like, you know, press kit. I have certain things together. But before it was just, you know, looking online, looking on Eventbrite, seeing who got the open mics popping, you know, like seeing who got the showcases, trying to connect with different DJs. And I still do that to this day just because I want to know who I'm talking to, who I'm working with, who who pulling the strings and who not. Like I'm trying to see what's up with everybody. So but yeah, my performances now they be lit though. Like, yo, they be turned. And talk about that too, Zuki. Like I, I think it was really cool to hear like that you have a background in performance, like you said, doing choir, things like that. So you kind of have always kind of felt yourself on a stage, you know? Talk to me as like a performer, how you kind of like approach whenever you got to go out on stage? Yo, honestly, like, everybody be thinking, like, yo, you just get up there. Like, it looks so easy. You know, some people be telling me, like, I could never do that. And for real, it's like, I would have never did that if I would have never did that. Like, real talk. Like, I still get nervous. Like, boy, my my butt cheeks be clenching. I be like, oh, man, like, you feel me? But I I just be believing in myself. Like, I just really believe in myself. And I practice, too. A lot of people think I just go up there and I be cool and I, you know, nah, like I practice. I practice even when I ain't got shit to practice for. I'm practicing. Exactly. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a big, big thing that some people like there's this idea of like, oh, you were born to do this. You were oh, just born perfect. When people don't know, it takes practice. You know, you got to put in the work. You know, nobody gets to the top without building those building blocks along the way. You know, real talk, real talk. And, and Zuki, speaking of performing on stage, if you could tell us maybe what was one of your, your biggest highlights from performing and maybe what was one of the more difficult times performing? Um, I think one of the more difficult times was probably when I first, first started out. And I was noticing as I was going to these shows, you know, a lot of the artists, they were bringing, you know, a bunch of people with them. So it was like, you know, whoever had the most people, that's pretty much who got the most love or whatever. And I would always kind of just pull up. I had, I always keep a small click. It'd be like me and like two other people, if that sometimes. So it was just kind of like I had to really like figure out, like I'm in a room with everybody doing music, same thing I'm doing. So I need to figure out how I'm going to stand out. So I just really started practicing my performance and stuff. But when I first started, like I ain't going to hold you. Like I wasn't getting all that love. People was kind of looking at me like, who is this bitch? What is she talking about? Like, what? Where does she come from? But then I kept performing. Like, I kept performing. And then one thing I would do is I would watch my, I, had, I always had somebody there to videotape my performances. I would go home, watch that shit probably a million times, figure out what I wanted to change, what I liked, what I wanted to keep. And I would implement it when I practiced, made sure like I did that or make sure I didn't do that when I practiced and um, shit like that. I think one of my best performances was probably when I had opened for Jay Stone, that shit was just so lit because we was in a whole other state. We was at SOBs in New York and ain't nobody know me up in there. Like I had my team there with me. You know, I had my uh, production team and like my management team there with me. But other than that, it was a sold out show too. Ain't nobody know who I was up in there. So I feel like when you go somewhere and you rock a stage and motherfuckers, they get to fucking with you. They like, ooh, ooh, I'm talking. I had people coming up to me wanting me to sign this after the show, wanting to do this. Ooh, ooh. I'm like, yo, they is fucking with me. Like, that shit just made me feel good. I'm like, yo, like, this ain't my city. And that's like, that. that's when you know you've got something, you know? When you can come into a space that 
you're you're kind of already up against it and boom you can still rock the house and people are still like oh my god who was that you know what i mean thanks <laughs> yeah thanks for that is so awesome zuki and, and i i think that that's that that's so great that you can show and talk about how when you first start out it's gonna be tough you know it's not gonna it, as cool as it is going out and performing let's be honest when we're first starting out and doing anything you're gonna be facing people that are like who's this who do they think they are? You know, everyone has their little two cents on that. For for anybody that's maybe a little bit nervous or maybe they always wanted to perform, but maybe they've kind of felt nervous. Do you have any advice that you would give for anybody out there like that? I would just tell them practice and like don't procrastinate. Like just go do it. Like the longer you try to talk yourself out of it, like the scarier it's going to be. Like you're wasting time being like, you know, losing your, your potential. Like, I would just say practice. What I told myself, and I still, like, kind of tell myself this, too, like, just go in there and try to reach one person. Just start with just one person. Like, you you doing a show here or there, woo, woo, like, you reach one person, who knows, maybe they go tell another person. You're doing that every show. The word continues. Then before you know it, you got three people. Then they, you know. That's so cool. That is so cool. And then Zuki, uh, talk to me about your 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 new EP that you you said that you read recorded. Tell me about the history of that, how that came to be. So like, yeah, like my album out right now called Zuki G. You know that don't go crazy. You know, executively produced by Sat. You feel me? Grammy nominated producer. Um, for real, like, yo, that joint kind of like. So when me and Sat had first met. You know, he was just like, he hit me up, told me, you know, he fuck with me. Woo, woo. And I was like, you know, I appreciate that shit. He told me he was going to send me a beat pack. I'm like, all right, bet. Woo. So he sent me the beats. I'm like, Psh, I'm about to go in. You know, I'm looking at it like, shit. Like, you know, he's sending me beats. This is a nice opportunity. Like, you know, original production. You know, like he didn't produce for crazy people. I'm like, I'm trying to get on that list. So I go in. I send him back to him. He like, yo, this shit hard. So, like, a couple months go by, he ends up coming out Delaware. He like, yo, I'm trying to meet up with you. I'm like, well, we meet up and playing him, other shit I'm working on. Then we ends up going to the studio the next day, and we cut, like, this record. It didn't make the album, though, but we cut this record called um, Betsy. And um, after that, he was just like, yo, I'm trying to sign you. And I was just like, shit, I'm signable. <laughs> shit. So then, you know, he was like, all right, you know, we're going to do the album. Like, we produce the album. For real, like, I wasn't even thinking that far ahead. Like, he just been really teaching me about, like, just so many different things. Like, like even the energy drink, like, that was his idea. Like, you know, he basically was just like, you know, people, people was just commenting about my energy. Like, that's all, like, they was talking about. So he was just like, yo, how, what do you think about your own energy drink? And I'm like, Hell yeah, like that shit sound hard. Like a couple months later, he was like, yo, they here. I'm like, what? What's here? He like the drink. I'm like, oh shit. Like, for you know, we got a whole energy drink. And like teaching me about branding and marketing, all that shit. Like, that shit crazy. But yeah, so then like pretty much we dropped the album. And you know, that's my baby right there, that album. Like, that's my baby right there. Like, you know. That was really just about like you know, my, my whole kind of like, you know, introduction, I wanted to show people like my versatility on the album. You know, I wanted to give people a little bit of both sides and really all sides of me for real. So. 
And where can yeah. people listen to that? It's on all platforms, like all platforms. You type in Zootergy, Z-O-O-K-E-R-G-Y. And it's going to pop up. Title, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google, or YouTube, all that. And then I, I think you also touched upon something right there, Zuki, that you said something about an energy drink. Tell us about that. Tell us a story about that. Yeah, so pretty much like it's really involved. It really started off as just something to promote the album with, like, you know, just looking in the branding and trying to make it bigger than just like music and, you know, just the whole the whole legacy of it for real. And um, in order to just like, I don't know, promote the album and stuff like that. So as I was doing it, I was taking it to my shows, you know, people kept asking for it. Like, it's like, yo, I want to buy it. Like, yo, I can, it was just like, it was just something we would give to them. Or, you know, we give out samples and just like give it to them at the shows, you know. And um, then it was just like, shit, fuck it. They want it. Like, we got, we got to get it right then. So, you know, we got the business right. And um, we got it in a store in Wilmington, Delaware. Um, Smokeland. Um, it's on Conquer Pipe. It's actually 2907 Conquer Pipe, Wilmington, Delaware, right next to the Readers. So, yeah, we got it in the store. I'm looking to expand as well, too. Like, I'm trying to get them joints out L.A., trying to go crazy with them. Like, it's a real energy drink. Like, we not playing. <laughs> That's so dope. And I, I think that kind of ties into something that I've always talked to people about, the idea of branding and, and stretching out with your reach, you know, because it, it's not enough now anymore these days to just be an artist in one specific genre. You got to kind of be able to do a little bit of everything, you know, and I think that that's cool that you're kind of branding and like trying to uh, find a new unique way to kind of like market yourself, you know? Yeah, no, nah, facts. Like <clears throat> between SAP and my other manager, Maddie Gates, like they, they both taught me about all that shit. And tell me, as a as a performer, Zuki, does a brand is that something that you feel that people should focus more on? Just just finding a unique thing that to be able to sell themselves as. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like a moron thing because me personally, I try to put the same energy like into everything, like because I just know like the energy that you put into something, that's what you're going to get back. So if you really are an artist, that comes with being an artist, like you got to really brand yourself, figure out like what your market is, figure out how to reach that market, figure out something catchy. Cause it's like mad niggas trying to reach that market. So it's like, you know, and you know, you can't be afraid to fail. Like I failed a couple of times, like shit, but I just got back up, kept pushing. It's just a lesson learned. I, I think you just hit the nail on the head right there, Zuki. Just keep pushing, you know, just keep, just keep finding like you said, find your market, find, find your you, you know, and, and yourself as a performer, did you always feel like, like that this is what you knew that you like the performer that you've become now, was it the performer you knew you always wanted to be? I mean, I guess yes and no, because I'm like the performer I am now is just like, like I'm cool compared to like what I really want to be like, I'm talking like full production. I'm talking like dancers, fire, like, you know, harnesses, swinging, and, you know, acrobatics. Like, I'm talking like when I could do my full production and, you know, shit like that, that's what I'm going to be like. Okay. Now, now we done did it. Well, hey, Zuki, I know that it's only a matter of time 
before you reach all your goals. You already made it so far and you and you've got so much more that you're going to be growing. So I know on behalf of all me and my listeners, we can't wait to see what you do next. And speaking of, of course, and speaking of which, you got any upcoming projects or anything that we can be on the lookout for? Oh, yeah, I'm working on my new album right now. It's called, um, you know, I haven't really announced it, but I'm going <laughs> to just say it. It's going to be called 19802. And that's just where I'm from. Like, And um, half the album was done in the 19802. And then the other half of the album is going to be done in L.A. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited to drop that album because, yeah, I just really felt like, you know, I really just geared it around my home and yeah I just love all the songs on there too like they just oh and I feel like it's just gonna show my growth like yeah your baby I love that Zuki and I can just see right here you listeners can't see but I'm just seeing this big smile that Zuki's just like giving off those good vibes man it just makes you just want to like listen to that they'll just play it loud right now you know so I'm definitely feeling those vibes no no please please (laughs) <laughs> but yeah and um also i've been out in la just working with other people you know trying to get some placements you know with other artists as well too so yeah just continuing to do that as well and um also i'm trying to um do some acting i've been auditioning for some things you know i got my hands on a lot of things right now it's only it's only gonna get higher and higher Zuki. it's only gonna yeah, keep going right. <laughs> right. awesome Zuki. and then in closing where can people find you online? What's your like online social handles? So they can just, you know, follow my IG. It's I'm Zuki Baby. Ain't no underscore. It's the letter I, the letter M, the letter Z, the letter O, O, K, I, E, B, A, B, Y. And yeah. And if you type in Zuki on any type of streaming platform, I'm a pop up. There we go. There we go, Zuki. And you are definitely 100% indestructible. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you for having me. And we'll see you guys next time.